0: Hello and welcome to Bird Nerds, where we delve into the fascinating world of birds and share the joys of observing them.
1: Hi, I am Adil.
0: And I am Maryam. Adil is a bird nerd in the true sense. He can even make a visit to the grocery store, a bird watching trip. Well, jokes apart, he loves to travel and is a seasoned bird watcher. He is also quite well informed about butterflies, snakes and is a certified beekeeper. 2022 was his big year when he travelled the length and breadth of India, covering 23 states and union territories. He was able to spot over 900 birds in one year. He left no terrain unexplored, be it the cold desert of Ladakh or the dry Thar and Kutch deserts, sea coasts and deep seas, Andaman Islands, the western ghats, mangroves of Sundarbans and Vidar the northeast or the Himalayan forests. He ranked as India's top birder and was also among the top two birders in Asia in 2022.
1: Mariam has a unique eye for a bird watcher. While we may be busy scouting the bushes for hidden treasures, her eyes will scan the skies and cliffs for raptors, often catching a distant raptor's attention. We may have missed many birds of prey if not for Mariam's nudge. She has accompanied me in many birding adventures to leech-infested forests where the leeches have loved her blood and at places such as the Kutch Himalayan escapades and sometimes even waited along with me during heavy downpour to catch the glimpse of a rare leochikla or a quail. She is an accomplished birder with a species count of over 600 birds.
0: Join us as we walk you through various habitats and exciting bird trails across India. Hello to a new week and a new episode. Continuing with our talk about birds sighted in urban greens and gardens that are carpeted with grass lawns, paths lined with tall trees, avenues and compounds with large canopies of banyans and other flowering and fruiting trees. Flowering bushes, shrubs and creepers making the place lively and somewhere hidden, a pond sprawling with life.
1: If you remember last week we talked about sparrows, sunbirds, the tailor bird, barbets, bulbul, bayas. And the black kite. So as we walk along the path, if you happen to look carefully among fruiting trees, you are sure took chance upon an oriole. One of my favorites, that of which I have fond memories from my childhood.
0: Well, I also have similar memories about it. I didn't know its name when I was a child, but we used to spot it without fail on mango trees every summer. Most of its local names are a reference to its color. Peelak, meaning yellowish in Hindi, Gujarati, Marathi and Manayakkili in Malayalam meaning a yellow parrot.
1: Although there are around 4 to 5 species of orioles found in India, today we are talking about the Indian golden oriole. It is a mana-sized bird. The male is bright golden yellow all through, having black wings and a yellow patch on them and a black and yellow tail. It has a narrow but prominent black streak over its red eyes, like coal has been applied on its eyes. It has a bright pinkish bill that is large like a crow's, but not as large. Bills of birds provide us with an idea of the kind of diet they have. The bill shape and size revealing all. Such bill as the Orioles is indicative of it being a generalist feeder, implying that it has a varied diet of fruits, berries, nectar and insects. The female is duller yellow, appearing greenish, having dusky streaks on its white underparts.
0: It prefers to forage on large trees such as banyan, people, figs and other fruiting trees. Another oriole common in India is the black hooded oriole. Similar sized bird, it too is bright golden yellow in color. However, as the name suggests, it has a jet black head, throat and upper breast. This feature sets it apart from the golden oriole. Black hooded oriole has black in its wings and tail, but not as black as its cousin. Females are slightly duller above, otherwise quite similar.
1: Known as Pahadi Tokidar Pilak in Lucknow, the black wooded oriole has a similar diet as the golden oriole. It, however, prefers well wooded areas and forests, thus is unlikely to be found in two urban places. An interesting thing about their nesting habit is that they build nests in the same trees where the black drongo builds its nest. Can you make a guess, Maryam?
0: Well, the black drongo or the kothwal, as we know carries the reputation of mobbing larger birds thus acting as a guardian so it's kind of like a large hearted goon offering safety and protection to weaker ones somewhat like the dawn corleone of birds
1: quite right taking that offer which they cannot refuse other such soft mannered birds like the babblers and the doves also prefer to nest near the black drongos
0: another bird with similar colour palette as the Orioles, is also a beautiful songster. It is quite active during the day, looking for insects in trees, often found calling or singing depending on the time of the day. The Hindi name for it is Shabigi, a reference to the long whistling sound it makes.
1: This is the song of a common iora, a sparrow-sized black and yellow bird. It is yellow below and the breeding male is entirely black above, bearing two white wing bars. The tail is short like in a sparrow, but square-tipped and dark in appearance. Females and non breeding males are greenish-yellow above with prominent white wing bars. The ioras can be seen hopping branches being quite acrobatic as well. Swinging sideways or upside down in foliage in search of insects, lavas and their eggs. Maryam, can you identify the next bird? A bird bigger than a sparrow, very restless, mostly having its tail fanned out as it hops from branch to branch, singing joyfully, known as Chagdil in Hindi. Its song is a sweet, tinkling piping that rises and falls.
0: What a unique name, Chuck Dil. Well, of course, whoever has seen this bird in action will agree that it is a real joy to watch. It is a white spotted fantail, also known as the spot breasted fantail. As the name suggests, it flashes its fan shaped tail at intervals.
1: It is a type of a flycatcher feeding mostly on insects and flies. It is a dark grey coloured bird with a white supercilium, a white throat, white spotted breast and a white belly. The fantail's nest is also a work of art. It makes a beautiful neat cup of fine fibres and grass and plasters the outer walls with cobweb. The nests are at an eye level and usually rest between the forks of two branches.
0: Another beautiful chirpy bird that I've seen actively foraging in the tree foliage is the cinerus
1: True, another sparrow-sized birdie with a glossy black head prominent white cheek patch, grey back and whitish underparts and a white wing bar on otherwise grey wings. There is also a wide black stripe that runs from its throat down till its belly making it easily identifiable in the field.
0: The word cinerus refers to the colour ashy grey or grey tinged with black. You will come across many other species like the cinerus vulture, cinerus owl, cinerus bulbul, etc. which have a similar ashy grey colour palette.
1: Nice point there. The cinerus trait is again very acrobatic and an active bird, feeding on insects and larvae. Also opportunistic when it finds supple flower buds and fruits and it will even settle for kernels of seeds and nuts using its strong but short and slender but conical bill to crack them open while holding them down using its tiny feet they are often seen in mixed flocks or hunting parties moving rapidly but constantly in search of insects and larvae
0: to be clear hunting parties are mixed flocks of foraging birds that rapidly move in mid canopy foraging for insects fruits and other producers they may consist of drongos often leading the pack with tits flycatchers, ioras, woodpeckers, even bulbuls and orioles and many other birds with similar diet often choosing to come together for a common purpose. This activity also helps flush the prey out, thus resulting in bounty for all. When we speak of garden and urban birds, we have to talk about the life of the party. The noisiest, most talkative, and easily identifiable but often misunderstood birds. I am talking about the green-coloured wonders, the parakeets. Parakeets are a type of parrot, mostly green in colour, defined by their sleek bodies, long pointed tails, and bills that are not as stocky as the parrots. The parrots are generally bulkier, with stockier bills, short and square-ended tails.
1: There are around 11 parakeets found in India, of which three are widespread residents in India. The rose ring parakeet commonly known as Tota in Hindi and Popat in Marathi and Gujarati has a bright green body and head and a long pointed blue and green tail. Males have a thin two-layered collar of black and rose pink but females lack that. Also you will notice the blue-grey shading behind the neck on males just above the collar and a black chin that assimilates into the black collar. They have a large red hooked bill which is adapted to function in many ways and is quite unique from other birds. The upper bill in parrots in general can be moved independently just like the lower bill giving them more flexibility and dexterity thus giving the birds the ability to use them to assist in climbing as well. Besides providing additional toughness to crack most difficult of nuts. Parakeets prefer to move about in flocks and their calls are loud screams that cannot be missed.
0: This is the call of a rose-ringed parakeet. They are about the size of a manna, being sleeker and having long tails. They can be found nesting in tree holes or cavities in walls or rocky surfaces. Rose-ringed parakeets are one of the most familiar birds across India. Unfortunately, a lot of the young ones are taken from nests to be sold in bird markets. It is important to advise people against caging wild Indian birds as it is prohibited under the Wildlife Protection Act of 1972. And obviously, it is also unfair to these free and wild beings.
1: True, parakeets fall under Schedule 4 of this act and caging them is considered as an act of hunting which can result in imprisonment as well. Watching birds flying, gliding, soaring or even hovering is definitely more fun than watching them in cages which are just prisons.
0: Coming back to our parrots, oh sorry, parakeets. The other parakeet in the party is the Alexandrine parakeet, which is the size of a pigeon but sleek with a long pointed tail. Alexandrine can easily be confused with the smaller rose ringed parakeet, but it is much larger has a longer tail that has shades of blue, green, and yellow, and most importantly, a distinct maroon patch on its shoulder that is diagnostic. The Alexandrine male has a thick rose pink and black neck collar with blue on the back of neck above the collar and a black chin that assimilates into the collar. The female lacks the collar and black chin, being as green as they come, However, the maroon patch on its shoulder separates it easily from the female of the rose-ring parakeet. So remember, the maroon patch that belongs to the Alexandrine parakeet. Their bills, they are also red but massive and having the typical hooked shape. The calls are harsher and guttural. <coughs>
1: They also have noisy parties and like the rose-ringed parakeets, roost community on leafy trees. In Hindi, it is known as Hiraman tota, besides many other names. On a side note, the Alexandrine parakeet is listed as a near-threatened species under the IUCN Red List, IUCN being the International Union for Conservation of Nature, an international organization working to preserve our ecology and biodiversity.
0: I remember the Alexandrine parakeet used to visit our terrace garden a few years back. Do you remember Adil?
1: Of course, they still pit stop here and there. These months of March and April being the maximum we see of them in our area as there is abundance of food supply in these spring months. However, our neighborhood is gradually losing much of its green cover and thus we don't see them as much.
0: So you said three parakeets are very common across urban habitats. Which is the third one?
1: That would be the plum-headed parakeet. This one is easy to distinguish. It is smaller in size than the rose-ringed and as in the name, the male has a plum-colored red head that is bluish closer to the neck. The male also shows a fine black collar that assimilates into the black chin. It also has a maroon-colored shoulder patch. The female is totally different, having a gray head and chin and a lemon-yellow neck collar. Their tails are long and blue-coloured, being tipped white. Also, the plum-headed parakeet's beak is yellowish in colour.
0: In Hindi, they are called as tuya tota or simply tui in Gujarati. Very much a direct reference to the shrill but sweet call, tui. Well... Our bird checklist would be incomplete if we leave out our usual suspects. You know them, pigeons and doves.
1: Yep, rock pigeon being the most obvious gangster. Although a very beautiful bird with vibrant colors, its large and increasing population, driven by the human practice of feeding them, affects both humans and wild birds alike. Their fecal waste is a carrier of diseases. And the pigeons like to poop even when they roost or even nest, causing huge piles of fecal matter accumulation. They are bold and fearless and breed year-round. The ones especially found around human habitations are mostly feral birds. Feral refers to any animal or bird that was raised in captivity but later released into the wild, gradually taking over and dominating the local territories and continuing to thrive and multiply.
0: Another pigeon species, the yellow-footed green pigeon, is widely found in India but difficult to spot because it is too shy. For that matter, birds like the green pigeons, the wood pigeons and the imperial pigeons are rare birds found only in very select habitats and elevations. Stick with us and we'll take you along on exciting adventures and share tales of these birds in our future episodes.
1: Yes, exciting times ahead. Hey, do you hear that peculiar cooing, which sounds like a laughter in loop?
0: Is that the laughing dove?
1: Yes, and it is the most common among doves, especially in such gardens as ours. You can find pairs of them perched on overhead wires, rooftops, or even foraging on the ground. They appear earthy brown and grey above, and pinkish brown and white below. They bear chessboard-like rufous and black pattern on either sides of their neck.
0: Laughing doves seem to be very docile and calm. They nest on ledges or roofs, building very flimsy nests of twigs. They are commonly known as fakta in Hindi. Now as we head into the denser part of the garden, I hope to find the star attraction. It belongs to a very unique family of birds, named after their very distinctive and unique bills. I am indeed talking about the Indian Greyhorn Will.
1: Not just you, Maryam hornbills are one of my favourites too. While India is home to many hornbill species like the Great Hornbill, Pied Hornbills, rufous-necked Hornbill and many more, the Indian Grey Hornbill is the most widespread and can be commonly cited in urban habitats as well.
0: Hornbills surely deserve an exclusive episode. Their characteristics, nesting and feeding habits are a study in itself.
1: Yes, for sure, but let's brief our listeners a bit about our Indian Grey hornbills so that they also can watch this beauty in their neighbourhoods. These birds are large, kite-sized, clumsy looking, especially due to their enormous down curved bills that seem out of proportion, their long tails and a bulky body to go with their large feet. So although they look out of whack and clumsy, contrary, they are quite graceful and agile, hopping from branches, even dangling to grab that distant berry crossing them in air before guzzling down with some soda. Just kidding. They are primarily frugivores, meaning fruit eating, but will easily settle for some proteins in the form of insects, rodents and even other birds.
0: The Indian grey hornbill is brownish grey in appearance, having a long graduated tail. The black and yellow bill, as described by Adil, is enormous and down curved, bearing a cask or loosely said, a helmet on top of its upper bill which is quite an admirable feature. The females too wear a cask, but it is much smaller than the male's cask. They are a noisy party of jolly birds.
1: Well look what lays ahead, the pond with the bridge to nowhere and look what is perched there quietly on the stump, seems so focused upon something, not once glimpsing anywhere else. This tiny little guy, the size of a sparrow, blue and green above, with its diagnostic long, straight, powerful and pointed dark bill, It is known as Chota Kilkila in Hindi, named so because of its call that it mostly utters while flying from one post to the other, a sentinel on the prowl.
0: Yes, now I see it. Although it takes time to find this sparrow-sized bird camouflaged in the greens, even its rusty-colored underparts are of no help. Well, this mysterious bird is the common kingfisher, a hunter par excellence, diving from its perch bill first into the water, only to emerge a few seconds later with a successful catch of a fish. A lovely fellow to observe, as it stays patiently on its watch, often bobbing its head, occasionally flicking its short tail, sometimes accompanied with a soft click sound. It generally flies low and always maintains a distance from us. Now, would our episode be complete without talking about a raptor or the birds of prey?
1: I know, Maryam, you and your love for raptors. In the last episode, we spoke about black kites. Apart from them, another common raptor is the shikra. Black kites are known to be communal birds hunting and roosting in flocks. Shikras, on the other hand, are solitary hunters. Shikra is slightly bigger than a pigeon. The male has beautiful red eyes, is blue-gray above. And underneath it is white with gentle brown barrings. The tail has broad blackish bands. The female has yellow eyes, is browner above and white below, having thick brown streaks running on the other side. It is also significantly larger than the male, a feature prevalent among most raptors. A shikra male often visits our terrace garden in search of a prey or two. Mariam, do you remember the most recent visit?
0: Yes, absolutely. That was a very exciting moment. And when it scared the Indian silver bills. Oh, what a moment but it couldn't do much due to the pigeon nets everywhere. Well, nets, they are another gift we bear due to the pigeon menace. We have also talked about raptors and their characteristics in the second episode about the dry scrubland. Do check that out. Adil, isn't there a bird that in appearance looks like the shikra but also belongs to the cuckoo family?
1: You mean the common hawk cuckoo? Yes, it's quite similar to the shikra but can be identified correctly upon close observation. It uses this deception to scare smaller birds such as the babblers and sunbirds where the female chancing upon the time lays one of its eggs in their nest. In our previous episode, we did delve about brute parasitism. Do check it out if you haven't already.
0: We have also talked about large grey babblers in our first episode. You can check that out as well. Now coming back, the common hawk cuckoo is a pigeon sized bird, ashy grey above. The breast and belly have white and rufous barrings. The tail has broad bands as well. You must still be imagining a shikra male if I am not wrong.
1: Mariam there are very easy markers that you need to check the bird for. Firstly, its stance as against a raptor's stance. Two most important pointers that are predator's tools is its bill and talons. The cuckoo will lack both, with its bill being a simple, slender, down curved, as against the shikra's strong, sharp, hooked upper bill, meant to pluck and tear into flesh. Cuckoo will also lack these powerful talons of a shikra, that are meant to grab prey and not let go, and also to tear into flesh and bones. Also, the cuckoo has a yellow ring around its eyes, and its iris color is yellow.
0: Also, The common hawk cuckoo has a very distinctive call that gives it its other name. Listen to it and you will know. Doesn't it sound like it's saying brain fever, brain fever? Hence its other name, the brain fever bird.
1: In Hindi it is popularly known as papiha. It originates from the call which sounds like pika ha pika ha where is my love. While in Marathi it sounds like paus Allah paus aala, the rains coming. The British however did not have such romantic interpretations for the bird. They concluded that the chant sounded like brain fever repeated on loop and started calling it the brain fever bird also the saying goes that the birds didn't really give the british sleepless nights when the moon was full the night quiet and the only constant then was the call of the cuckoo not one not two but as many you would like to imagine playing in your head now would you be able to sleep
0: it could have been the weather and not the bird giving them sleepless nights who knows but If you are an admirer of Hindi film songs, you would have heard a lot of vintage songs with the papiha reference or a papihara reference.
1: Yes, eulogize in Bollywood songs. One episode coming soon on birds in Bollywood. Do let us know in comments and any other means if you would like us to compile that for you.
0: So Adil, are all the garden and urban birds that we talked about today and in the last episode Residents? Or are there any winter visitors or migrants in this flock?
1: Yes, all are residents as far as I can remember. However, some may be more active or vocal during certain times of the year. Like we said, the koel and the barbets are more vocal during the summer. Even their plumage may vary when the birds, especially the males, put on their best dress for the breeding season. For instance, the baya weaver male will be more vibrant during its breeding season.
0: Every season one can notice something new about the same bird. Every new day, every new season brings new possibilities.
1: How Philosophical We have spoken about only a few commonly sighted garden birds. There are many more which we will talk about in our subsequent episodes. I would like to point out that it is highly possible that all these birds can be found in other habitats as well. So do keep an eye or a lookout for whenever you are outdoors.
0: Let us know which birds you spotted in your garden, on your way to work, or even to the grocery store. We'll be happy to hear about your experiences. You can leave comments on our Instagram pages, details of which you can even find in our podcast description. Well, as usual, there are always more birds to discuss than we have time. So let's wrap up this episode. We hope you enjoy listening to our chatter.
1: Please check our Instagram pages for photographs of all the birds we have discussed in this episode as well as the previous ones. You will find them as a compilation in our feed.
0: All photographs have been clicked by my very talented co-host Adil. We will be back next Thursday with another refreshing episode where we will continue our bramblings about birds.
1: Hey, you two have become a birdsmith. I mean a wordsmith. So stick with us and we'll take you along on wonderful birding trails across India. And as your understanding grows, we'll spice it up with other facets of being outdoors. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram pages. You can follow me on peregrinator.in That is p-e-r-e-g-r-i-n-a-t-o-r dot i-n
0: And you can follow me on Mariam's Pick Clicks. That is m-a-r-i-a-m-s P-I-C as in pick, C-L-I-C-K-S as in Clicks. You can check our show description for our social media handles. Make sure to like, share and subscribe to our podcast on platforms of your choice, be it Hubhopper, Spotify, Amazon Music, Jio Savan, Ghana or even Google Podcasts.
1: So make sure to tune in next week. Till then, happy birding
0: and a happier feeling. <coughs> Goodbye.